Hey y'all, this is Esther. I just wanted to jump in here and say that Megan isn't able to talk as much for the first little bit of this episode, but later on she's able to. Um, but we hope you enjoy this episode and have fun listening. Thank you. Hello everyone, welcome back to Get Liddy with Mem. This is Esther. This is Megan. This is Mara. Um, today we are here with you to talk about preferences with people that you like that's a good description (laughs) isn't it okay so there's this tiktok trend going around where you list out all the people you've been attracted to liked whatever go to the extent you want and then you write all their characteristics individually take their names off and then you put them through a word sorter to find the ones that are most what do you call it most prevalent throughout the list so Today, we're going to share our list with you. Okay, let's take a first. Esther. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I can go through my list first. Um, I don't know, like, 75% of these people. So I didn't have a lot of descriptions to put on. And, yeah, there were a lot of people on there. There, there are more that I didn't even put on there. So, anyways, here are my most prevalent. 14 played a sport 13 were white i know the colonization mindset it's kind of bad um 13 were boys 12 were straight interesting um 12 i did not know 10 were asian i think i put like white and asian if they were like mixed um nine were from nine have black hair eight were stem students six were super social six of them were really mean to me (laughs) <laughs> six of them were econ bros five of them i only five of them i described as hot um that's interesting five had brown hair five had black eyes four were nice four had hazel eyes four of them were cute like cute versus hot i think that's the distinction i was trying to make and then mm-hmm. Four had brown eyes, four had blue eyes, and three were tall, like, especially tall that I noticed. And by tall, I meant over six feet tall. So there were probably all of them were really tall. I just, if you're not six feet, you're not tall. Anyways, um, let's talk about this. What parts are you surprised about and what parts are you like, of course? Um, I just... I wasn't surprised by the But looking at it, having you go through the list, Mm -hmm. why are there more mean than nice guys on it? Yeah. Okay. What's okay? Okay. Okay. Well, you see. Okay, let me take you through my reasoning. When someone's immediately nice to me, I'm like, "What is wrong with you?" Because I feel like, I think. I think it's like the a mixture of like the whole attitude of like the chase thing being like oh like romance movies that you watch when you're younger or like super cute rom-coms it's like oh they didn't like each other at first you know so I guess my mind is kind of pre predisposed to that and like that's that's what I saw what romance was so I was like oh like we're we just hate each other first it's the you know the hate to love thing except they're not racist (laughs) i'm fine but like you know like the like tension first because i think i don't know when a guy is nice to me i just automatically put them off as a friend 
you know even if someone's mean to me at first and then we get to know each other as soon as i like get to know each other thing is that stage is passed and then we start talking as like just friends and like oh yeah that's not ever happening ever again in my life like i don't even i'm not even ever gonna look at them in that way which is a very interesting thing that i should break down in therapy but yeah that's why <laughs> did you mention funny i feel like you <gasps> like funny people but you didn't mm. mention funny people yeah interesting i didn't mention funny at all <laughs> um i think this is a list of people I liked in college so mm-hmm. i think like i never really got close enough to some well some of them were funny but i was too distracted by other things i didn't really put that down <laughs> <laughs> but i didn't get close mm-hmm. enough to people to like really get to know them so that could be something like I could try more and more in the future because I don't think it's good that I don't really try to get to know people, you know? Okay. Okay. Mara, talk about your list. Okay. So, I only put four people in this list. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because Mm. I'm just not a very romantic person, you know? Mm. Um... Why did I say three were tall? I feel like that's incorrect. Only two were tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, three were funny. I guess one of them wasn't funny. <laughs> <laughs> two of them I was really good friends with. Um, two of them knew French. I don't know why I put that. <laughs> Two of them were in bands, I think. One of them was a swimmer. So I said one was sweet. One was like, had an RBF, but was like actually kind of soft inside. Mm. Um, One of them was a singer. One of them was a simp. <laughs> Wait, which one of them was a simp? I don't remember. I don't I said one of them was nice. One of them was really nerdy. One of them was a good older brother. One of them was a good listener. One of them was like a film nerd. One of them was really conservative. One oh. of them was like a class clown. And one person had abs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it. Wait, I need to know. When you, I remember you're explaining it when you were making it, but I forgot your explanation. What do you mean by conservative? Like, were they like, hee-haw, you know? Or like... <laughs> Were they, um, yeah, how, wh- what were they like? Just like, it's like, you know those guys that are like, not, not feminist, but like, not feminists. It's mm, so like, like 90% of the male population. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, sorry. Like, I think he was scandalized by me one time. Mm. Because I was wearing a sweater and it like, rode up a little bit. Oh my goodness. Like no, that kind of conservative. So say conservative maybe reminded me of like cowboys, which reminded me of the fact that there's no cowboys in Hawaii, which reminded me of the fact like okay, so I was watching this TikTok the other day. This is very off topic, but I need to tell y'all. So I was watching this TikTok this other day and like someone was like, I love dolphins so much. And then someone stitched that video and they're like, Dolphins are crazy. 
And then they're talking about how dolphins literally be beating each other up. Like, they be, like, they be, like, gang sexually harassing people. People. Other dolphins and then other species of human. And they have incest. And, like, they're crazy. They are crazy. Dolphins are Trump supporters of the sea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Megan. Oh, my gosh. You, you look really sad. sad. I'm, I'm very, very sorry. No, are you okay? No, I shouldn't. The little dolphin. <laughs> um, so... I apologize for every dolphin on this earth, um, except the men, the male dolphins. <laughs> but yeah, I like half of them. Fifty <laughs> percent of the dolphins. I feel so bad. Anyways, yeah. Um, your list is very interesting. You seem to like. Um, you seem like your type is the super like chill dude, you know, who like goes to the convenience store with slides on. And sweatpants. <laughs> what am I talking about? You know the image I'm getting in my head? And it's like literally just trying to live life and not bother other people and just like exist yeah. and be nice and mm-hmm. knows French. That's that's another thing that's important. Mm. I don't know French though, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. One time I was listening to a relationship podcast and the wife was like, I love it when he speaks French to me, even though I don't understand what he's saying. <laughs> so maybe that could be you. That would be really funny. Yeah, that's interesting that out of all the traits you remembered that they knew French. Mm. And a lot of your descriptors are like like personality descriptors. So you actually pay attention to people's personalities. Yeah, us as we're all physical. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to get to know people. I feel like most of the people I was into were people that I knew. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I have a question for y'all then. How long does it take you from, like, the first moment you see someone to liking them to, like, actually develop feelings? And what do you classify as feelings? I don't know. Mm. I feel like, you know, like, how you were saying, like, a lot of what you, like, think romances comes from, like, what you, like, what kinds of media you consumed as a child? Mm -hmm. Mm. I feel like sometimes, um... Like, when I was, like, into people, I think it was just, like, like, I wasn't actually into them. Like, I was just, um, like, you know, like, I felt like I needed to have somebody that I liked because, like, Mm. that seemed more normal. Or, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, either that or, like, when I actually just wanted, I just really wanted to be friends with someone, like, because of the way that people are. I just thought that that meant I was into them, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think I only really liked people that I was like pretty close to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can literally see someone be in love with them within five seconds. Um, it's not <laughs> a good trait. I don't think I actually like anybody. I think I legitimately like three people in my whole entire life. Um, there's almost like a need or like a societal pressure to have someone that people were talking about their crushes they're like oh yeah I'm into this person you know mm-hmm. and I think I really hung on to that because you know like situations when I was younger then they were kind of like a 
a good distraction like you daydream about this person so it was kind of like my coping mechanism and um I very much did not that's why therapy at a very young age is important because I took that into college and I think I like just fix in on different people and it was almost it was better if I didn't know them because I'm like the daydreaming could be even more limitless you know so I don't think I actually ever really was into someone except um whoever's listening to this don't take this nickname too seriously it's not that serious but Trump boy um yeah he I I don't even know what he is um but he's probably not a Trump supporter, most likely. But he was a cool person. And I think I actually liked him legitimately. But he was, like, one of only two people I've actually, you know, been into, which sucks. Because for someone who's like, I need a relationship, that's never going to happen. Um, I feel like my average is, like, 20 minutes (laughs) but realistically i think it should be about two months before you actually know you like someone like legitimate feelings i think let me think about this i don't know just like however long it took me to become friends with somebody um maybe like a few months after that Mm. i was gonna I was gonna ask you guys if you have ever thought you were in love with somebody. No, like, actually, I think when okay, let's use I'll bleep this name out because I don't want anyone to know who it is. Nobody from my school listens to this. It doesn't matter. Let's use Carter as an example. I recognize that I liked him a lot, but when I thought about it, I thought it was very, very, very unhealthy. I was like. Even though I knew like my, my feelings were genuine, I was like, "This is not okay." <laughs> I went to pan- I went to panic mode, crisis mode. I was like, "No, I'm rejecting this." I think I have a almost like a gag reflex to thinking that that could be possible, like the whole love thing. Interesting. I should talk to my therapist about that. But no, I've never thought I was in love. As for the previous question that I asked about um, how long it takes to like someone, Megan has a response. We'll read that off for y'all. Um, Megan said, let me use her voice. <laughs> What's my point? <laughs> you elongate words. <laughs> I think thinking someone's hot. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone's hot and being attracted can happen instantly. But actually, developing a crush on someone who I want a relationship with needs to be over time. Sorry, that's I'm not going to do it anymore. Needs to be over time because I need to get to know them first to see if the qualities they have match what I'm looking for. Because you guys know I'm so picky. Period. She is so picky. (laughs) I think it... (laughs) I'm still in her. Okay. She said, also, I think it depends on how much I talk to the person. Like, if it's often and we hang out, then it'll happen faster. That's true. Then... If I don't see the person that regularly, I also realized in the pandemic that being with the person in person is very important for me to explore if I can see myself with that person. Mm. I agree with you. I like that response. Why are you looking at you like that? I don't talk like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, seeing someone in person versus like virtually 
or just texting makes a big difference. Like, the second I master someone on dating app, I just delete the app. Like, I don't... Because <laughs> conversations get so awkward on there. Like, mm-hmm. like especially if you're a more extroverted person, you're, like, you tend to lean more extrovert. Um, it's more comfortable, like, to see people's reactions, like, gauge. Gauge is just a vibe, you know? You can't get a good mm-hmm. vibe reading if you're just texting. Because, yeah, especially if you don't know the person. I was going to ask you if you had an answer to my second question. Oh, just kidding. You read my mind. <laughs> um, Megan said, oh, also, I don't think I've been in love romantically before. Um, I've been in love platonically or her with my family, but I don't think you meant like that. I think I've also been in love with the idea of a person before. Yes, that is definitely a big <laughs> thing. <laughs> not just for Megan. I'm not, I'm not trying to drag Megan here, but I feel that too. I think we bond on that a lot because <laughs> I always, um, like even that list, I had 12 people who I did not know. So oh, like yeah. being in love with the idea of a person, because it's so much easier to create that perfect person when you don't know them and like, the idea, like, if the idea of the person is super just, wow, amazing person, all around, five out of five, then it's so much easier to like them, but then it's very, it's just a damaging state to be in, because you're, you're, like, warping your own perception of love and how relationships should be, so it's very much would not recommend at all. Um, Megan also said, um, like, along the lines of being in love with the idea of, of a person, also being in love with the good qualities of someone and ignoring all the red flags, Girl, let me not say nothing. I'm not gonna say nothing about that. Can you elaborate? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Stop calling me out. Um, we've all been there before. You know exactly what yeah. I mean. Yes, I do. I do. You could probably explain it better than I could. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah, that's that's a that's a valid thing. Um, I think sometimes it's easy to when you want it so much, it's easy to just be like, yeah, this person is perfect because if someone exemplifies all the the good qualities you're looking for in a partner, then you're like, yes, this is it. Like, especially if you if like there haven't been examples of how that can fail in the past. You know, I saw this one TikTok that was like. People always talk about the qualities they want in someone. People always talk about qualities they want within someone, but they don't talk about, like, actual, like, goals. So they'll be like, oh, I want someone who's tall. I want someone who has a nice smile. I want someone who's, like, funny. But then they don't talk about, like, I want someone who, like, knows how to talk respectfully in an argument and doesn't, like, disrespect me or, like, doesn't try to put me down or, like, you know, quality things. But it's hard to know what you want when you've never had... An experience so maybe bad relationships are necessary because no matter how much your friends mm-hmm. tell you it's just like you know when you like someone <laughs> when you like someone it's like even friends should let their friends experience heartbreak a little bit just let them dip their toy in the poison a little bit they don't have to submerge themselves that's true but like let them experience it so they know firsthand because people telling you stuff isn't gonna not going to change how you feel about it if you don't like feel that pain yeah that's so true I feel like if I didn't experience heartbreak in high school I'd probably be like 
probably be a little dumber. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I could tell you I'm dumb because I've never experienced real heartbreak. So I can't wait for that. I want someone to step on my throat. So if oh. anyone's listening to this who would like to <laughs> Um, <laughs> applications are by DM. Mara and I will screen them. Yeah. <laughs> no, wow. so funny. I will do that. I feel like I'm scared for the day I fall in love with someone because there's so many things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm. as someone who, I think just because of my like my anxiety and also like I like to like have a plan for things. I feel like. There's too many unknowns or like, because I feel like falling off, you can't just give some part of yourself. You have to, it has to be like a significant chunk of yourself. Obviously, you're not sacrificing yourself to this person. You need to share a lot. And there's just too much of myself that I do not feel comfortable sharing. Even with friends who I feel are close, it's hard. You have to just go a long ways. And even then, there's so many variables that could go wrong. So it's just... Mm -hmm. Logically, just don't do anything. But then that gets really lonely, you know? Sometimes I'm like, wow. I wonder if I'll ever be in love. But, like, not like the 17-year-old kind of love where you're like, I'm in love with this person. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, me too. (laughs) I'm also scared that love will get too domestic. But then domestic love sounds fun, you know? Like, you just wake up, clean your house together. What are your plans? Make breakfast? Oh, my God. That sounds like so much fun. I want to have a child with someone, but not really. Like, I don't want to do it, but I want it to happen. Like, a child just, like, appears, and that's both our DNA, you know? Mm, that would be nice. Before that, doesn't happen. Oh, my gosh. My grandma was talking about my grandpa's mom who had, like, nine children, so I was thinking about it. And if you have nine children, you're literally pregnant for, like, almost seven years. Of your whole life? Children are not worth that much trouble. (laughs) That's way too many. I wanted 20 kids. (laughs) I wanted 10 girls and 10 boys. And I wanted them all to be twins. (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's crazy. Yeah. Reality set in. I think you guys would be good mothers. I think about that sometimes. I feel like I would want to minimize the amount of emotional trauma I can inflict on a child. And yeah. I feel like I need to work on myself a lot more before I do that. Like, maybe, like, in 30 years, I'll have a kid. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. No, I know what you mean. But, like, sorry. didn't mean, like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. I, I know what you mean. Like, we're actually yeah. adults. And, like, the age people are when they have children or whatever. I'm going to teach my kids how to fight people. <laughs> punch you in the face yes we should talk about what we learned about friendship during quarantine i think it's kind of like high school because well like when you graduate from high school and then you go to college you and all of your friends from high school become long distance mm. so you have to lo- work a lot harder at that friendship to maintain it and i think that kind of the same thing happened here like for me with our college friends takes a lot of effort to maintain the level of closeness we had when we were at school because we were like all spending every single meal together and studying together and going out together so we did everything together and now we don't do anything together and we spend so much less time 
that unless you like make it an effort to zoom or FaceTime or text regularly, it kind of just fizzles, even if no one has like any bad intentions about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like, um, because <laughs> I was going through a hard time um, oh. second semester, what, like right before I had to leave, I was very, very excited to get out. I was like, yay, like it's time to skirt, skirt. It's time to zoom off, you know? And I think, I think I had reached a point where friendships were like taking a lot out of me. So I was like, okay, a good distance would be like, would help a lot. But I think that, like, yeah, kind of like what Megan said, it's been taking a lot more effort. But I like the distance in the sense that sometimes at school, <laughs> it's hard to escape if you don't want to like not that you hate mm-hmm. your friends or anything but like if you really just don't want any contact like you just want to be alone in your head for a little bit um it's hard to like just like oh no I want to have a meal alone because it's kind of awkward to go to the dining hall alone or like it's like I guess you could green box but even then um but I think having the distance helped a lot in the beginning where like I could establish more boundaries and like could spend more time on myself because in college you're oversaturated by a lot of things including other people and like sometimes it's just like I need space physically mentally even though you appreciate your friendship so 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 much like friends in college my friends in college are literally a1 people like the a1 hot sauce is it hot sauce barbecue sauce anyways I don't like that sauce but you're a1 people um <laughs> but <laughs> I like having that distance like helped me establish like more boundaries with friendships but then lately I've been feeling sad and I miss everyone and I just want to be there even though I don't really like to like hug friends I want to just like you know being in the couch and like just like talking at two in the morning instead of going to bed or being in the dining hall even sometimes in the dining hall when it was so loud that like it felt like a cocoon at your table and like everything felt so peaceful yeah I miss Mm -hmm. that it has been hard to maintain friendships um but I think it's like helped me classify friendships in a sense like if like you want to spend all the time together you know um and sometimes it's exhausting so it kind of helps like realize like which ones like you want to put a lot of effort into and like which ones are like you don't have to be super 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 close to every single person you know Mm -hmm. and quarantine has helped me kind of realize that I feel like, yeah, like, kind of what you said, Esther. Like, I feel like I just generally have a hard time being really close to a lot of people. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. Um, Like, I don't have much social energy <laughs> or whatever. But, yeah, I feel like it's, like, interesting to see, like, who you stay really close in contact to and, like, who you don't talk to as much not that that's like a bad thing or anything but just like like how you said it helps you like classify your friends or like what kinds of friendships you want with different people mm-hmm. not that one is better than the other or something like that but yeah I mean I think it's like natural to have people that you're mostly friends with like when you're close together at college and then some friendships where you're just like I guess long distance friendships are a thing. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I think quarantine is just like 
allowing yourself to like you said like set boundaries and like kind of think about like what you want versus like what you feel like you should do maybe I don't know if that makes sense but anyways yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think going back to school like eventually will be a very hard adjustment socially because all of us are used to being isolated I mean some people will definitely love it Mm. and I know like Mara tends to be more introverted I feel like Esther's she's we're both extroverted but I feel like we both have introvert tendencies and I've definitely become more introverted during this pandemic like FaceTiming multiple people in a day like this FaceTime and then this FaceTime and then this meeting is just like too many people. <laughs> I think more than anything, we've learned to pay attention to our own needs in quarantine and like just not mm-hmm. expend any social energy that we don't even have. Because like, remember when we first went to college, like, um, what's it called? Orientation, like everybody just every day was like, hi, nice oh to meet you. Oh my god! Like, bro, yeah. shut the- up. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, let me not cuss out here. Um, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Like that's now, now like having not like not being back at school. Just like what Megan just said, I can imagine like going from here and going back to school. Like be like just like that energy. Like always feeling like you have to respond to them. Like everybody. Like just over over saturation of a lot of people, and it can get too much. It can break your senses down, and it's hard. I miss, like, the spontaneous, like, things you can do with your friends. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when you're at home, like, your parents or siblings don't want to hang out with you and don't want to do the spontaneous <laughs> things you want to do. Um, so, yeah, I think I, like, have a, like, more appreciation for all those times, like, where you're just like, hey, you want to go do this? And then your friend's mm-hmm. like, yeah, and then you guys go do that and have a fun time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I miss those times because even if like one of your friends was busy you could ask someone else and chances are someone would be down mm-hmm. yeah we should go on a road trip when we first get back I've been making lists been of making places oh. <laughs> no I've been making lists of places I want to go TikTok has helped me with this a lot <laughs> we'll go to uh-huh. every single one of them Oh so I have a realization that, um, how do I say this? Long periods of time driving sound really scary to me now. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I feel like, like, before I went up to college, I had this idea of road trips as being, like, super fun. Like, you're just, like, driving around. <laughs> but then now, like, actually being up there, I'm, like, that's such a long time like you're just in a car for like hours not just like a couple hours because I thought it was like I think my scale is like more correct now you know what I mean mm-hmm. like the time it takes to get to different places so now it just seems like really mind-boggling like I still want to I would still want to do it but mm-hmm. I'm also like oh my gosh that sounds like like, what if you get lost? You see your GPS. I have a natural GPS in my body. 
up. Okay, I trust every single person from my state, which I will not mention, had like we were just implanted with the GPS when we moved to the state. So now we know where everything is. I got okay. you. I'm, I'm just kidding. Even if you're lying, I still believe you. So, um, <laughs> no, yeah. before I go on a trip, um, I, just, I always look up the instructions. Like my mom used to print out instructions, but I don't think we do that anymore. But we drive into Texas a lot. But road trips aren't fun when there's a lot of people and you don't listen to music. Because my parents didn't like the mm-hmm. kind of music that we wanted to listen to. So you know, we never did that. But if you listen to good music and you stop a lot and you take pictures and you're like just with really funny people, it's fun. I think we should go together. I think this would be an iconic trio of people. Period. Yeah, it would be really fun. Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to our podcast. Um, we hope you gave use some insight into our lives and what we've just experienced and maybe hopefully not you get some advice from us but other than that we hope you have a good rest of your day rest of your night whenever you're listening to this and we appreciate you for listening to this episode thank you